0: Welcome to Home of the Brave, I'm Scott Carrier. I'm doing okay, but lately my thinking has been off, or my approach has been wrong. A couple of weeks ago, I was following the news, watching videos of statues being torn down around the country, and I thought, we have statues here in Salt Lake City, maybe some of them should be torn down as well. We don't have any statues of Confederate generals or Spanish conquistadors. Our statues are mainly of Mormon pioneers, the most important one being the statue of Brigham Young at the top of Main Street next to Temple Square. He's up on a granite pedestal, 25 feet high, wearing a long coat and raising his left arm, palm upward toward the southern horizon of the great Salt Lake Valley, as if to say... Behold what God has given us. At the base of the monument, there's a statue of a Native American sitting down at peace as if he also believes in this God. My thinking was that I should make a sign that said, Take down this statue. And then my approach was that I should stand at the base of the monument holding the sign to see if I could get some good interviews for this podcast. The monument is in the center of the city, but the area was somewhat deserted because Temple Square is closed and under major reconstruction. There was some traffic and a few people walking by, but not as much as usual. Most of the people who walked by avoided eye contact, as if they didn't see me. But people going by in cars would crane their necks and stare too long, not paying attention to the road. A few honked or gave the thumbs up, but I had the distinct impression that I was being seen as a crazy person. And then a woman pulled up in a car, rolled down her window, and told me straight out that I was a crazy person. She said, this is craziness, and you are a crazy person. I asked her if I could talk to her on tape for my podcast, and she said, you should be ashamed of yourself. Do you live here? I told her I've lived here for more than 50 years. And she said, then you benefit from all of this, these streets and buildings. None of this would be here without Brigham Young and the pioneers, what they did. I told her that's just the kind of thing I'd like to talk about. But she called me a coward, said I was not a real man at all, and drove away. She reminded me of my grade school principal. Brigham Young was a real man. He was like the Mormon Moses. He led his people on a thousand-mile exodus across the Great Plains, searching for a place where they could practice their religion without persecution. When they came to the great Salt Lake Valley, Brigham said, This is the place God showed me in a vision. This is the place where we will build the city of Zion. And so it was done. And nobody asked the people who were living here at the time if this was okay, because the Mormons believed that Native Americans were cursed by God and were no longer entitled to their land. The Book of Mormon explains how the Native Americans are the descendants of the lost tribe of Israel, descendants of Jews who left Jerusalem just before it was destroyed by God and sailed to the New World landing somewhere in South America where they eventually denied the word of God and were cursed with darker skin. So when the Mormons first met the Utes and Shoshone, the Paiutes, Ghost and the Navajo, they were like, hey, we want to be your friends and we've come to give you another chance at accepting the true gospel. And if you do, your skin will become white like ours. And when the natives didn't think this was a good deal, the Mormons, led by Brigham Young, killed them in wars and took their land because that's what God wanted them to do. You may think badly of the Mormons for this, but all of North America was taken with the same excuse. It was our manifest destiny. God wanted us to have it. How else do you justify killing people and taking their land? Our country was built on this lie, and so our country is corrupt from its inception. And the woman who reminded me of my grade school principal was right. I do benefit from this corrupt, inherently racist system, especially as a white man. I have been to its rewards, and I accept them without thinking. I criticize the system while sitting in the lap of luxury. I think this is why she called me a coward. I didn't get any tape from down at the monument. I got into a couple of arguments with returned missionaries that were like we were speaking different languages. But no one would talk on tape. So I came home with nothing and pouted for a couple of days following the news of protests and rising infection rates, wanting very much to leave town and drive around talking to people but knowing this was a bad idea and I should wait. And then I saw a video on the web that was released by the Tucson Police Department where officers responded to a 911 call about a man having a nervous breakdown and the guy ended up dying while being held face down on the ground. His name was Carlos Ingram Lopez, 27 years old. He was a chef with a two-year-old daughter. It happened at night, so the video is mostly dark, hard to see what's happening. But the audio is very clear and horrifying. Carlos's mother called 911 because Carlos was having a nervous breakdown. The video starts as the police rush into the grandmother's home and find Carlos hiding behind a car in the garage, naked and apologizing. They put him on the concrete floor and handcuff him face down arms behind his back while he screams and cries for mercy, begging his grandmother to bring him some water, while the cops hold him down and tell him to calm the fuck down and then speak with each other in a way that sounds like they're bored, already filling out the paperwork. You can't see Carlos very well in the video, but after 10 minutes, you can hear him stop screaming and start to gasp like he's breathing through jelly. And then you hear him stop breathing. And a cop says, are you calm now? But Carlos is dead from a heart attack. I'd never heard anything like it. It was grotesque. And it made me really, really angry. And I thought everybody should hear it and get really, really angry. So I posted the audio track on this podcast. Some of you may have heard it. I took it down the next day because I was being haunted by Carlos's voice. It's just too traumatic. And I realized I shouldn't be inflicting more trauma on my listeners. So I'm sorry. I shouldn't have posted something out of anger. My thinking is off. My approach is wrong. Apparently, I have a lot of anger. I think I need to step back and take a break. I need to go fishing and stare at a river instead of my phone. I want to get my news from a river for a while. I'll be back in a month with a report on what I learned. Good luck to everybody, and thank you very much for listening and supporting this show.